doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel. Take a fly. Ship me trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. It is the week we've all been waiting for. Lots of news and some good, some bad. We're going to start with the good and bad, perhaps, for Tom. Yeah. The Jets did it. They finally did it. Sam Darnold is gone. Yeah. So now we've both lost our quarterbacks and are going to be going with new guys this year. The Jets traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for a 2026th round pick. Yay! Um, <laughs> a 2022 second round pick and a 2022 fourth round pick. Thoughts? Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. I mean, if it's they didn't fine. want them, they they didn't want them. I mean, they just might as well go with someone else. They will destroy. Destroy. Yep, that's just how it goes with mm. Jets and quarterbacks. And if it happens this time, I won't be surprised. Like I said before we went on, I'm trying to not be excited about the next quarterback that we draft because I get excited every time. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be great. Guess what? Not great. Not great. Uh, the last three that I can remember are Sanchez, Gino, Darnold. Even, what about I, Christian Hackenberg? I was going to say I can put Hackenberg <laughs> in there. That one was a complete waste. Yeah. At least the other three had a chance. I mean, if it were if, if they drafted Hackenberg with a fifth or a sixth rounder, that would have been one thing. Yeah. But what was it, a third rounder? I they, think it was a second rounder. It might rounder. have been a second. You, are, you might be right I on that I think that's what that it is, was. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there's some more tidbits surrounding this I want everybody to know. Um, the Jets right now have rec- received very few phone calls and very little interest for their number two overall selection, assuming, I think everybody's yeah. assuming, they're going to take somebody, more than likely Zach Wilson, as long as something weird doesn't if, happen and the Jaguars don't take Zach Wilson. I believe that's where the Jets yeah. are going to go with this. I, I'd be surprised if it's any other quarterback other than Zach Wilson unless obviously Trevor Lawrence for some reason <laughs> yeah. isn't taken by the Jaguars which I'd be all for. No, I, I I want uh Lawrence. I've always wanted him from the start of the year and I was all aboard on that. So yeah. but a lot of people say Zach Wilson is supposed to be maybe just as good. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll see. We'll but, see. Um like I said, not getting my hopes up. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I'd be disappointed if we went anywhere else because I feel like we just, like I've said so many times, we're just going right back down that rabbit hole where we're going to be drafting a quarterback that needs to be worked on, needs to have some time in the system. Right. Not that either one of the first two quarterbacks would. I mean, they'd have to, you know, grow a little bit. But I just, well, I'm just, it's frustrating when you do this year and year and year and year out. Time and time again, when it never works out. Every <laughs> single time we draft a quarterback, this is going to be great. All right, we're starting a, f- a new franchise. Here we go. No. Now, here's the upside. If we're going to look for the upside, if you were a Jets fan and sad about you know <laughs> having to draft another quarterback, mm. here's the upside. Right now, <clears throat> in 2021, the Jets draft picks are two firsts, one from Seattle, yep. a second, 
two thirds again from Seattle, yep. fourth, a fifth from the Giants, another fifth, two sixths, uh, one of those from Carolina. In 2022, they have two firsts, one from Seattle, two seconds, one from Carolina, a third, a uh, fourth from Carolina, two fifths, two and three sixths. So there is a ton of draft capital right sure. now. They may be able to make some moves to get higher in this year's draft to get a couple of extra playmakers, young guys that could uh, provide help right away, or or maybe they continue to gather picks for next year. I, I don't know what their plan is, but having that many draft picks is very exciting. Oh, there's no doubt. I, I am waiting to see what they do. I think Joe Douglas does have a good mindset going forward. Uh, a couple things boggle my mind a little bit just because, it, like you said to me earlier, it sounded kind of like he was – Going to say, you know, if we didn't have the number two pick, we would just hung on to Darnold. Yeah. Like, well, if that's the case, then just hang on to Darnold. Get a, get a, a offensive lineman, a wide receiver, or something with that second pick, or trade back if you if you have to. But whatever. Well, I'm I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that whatever quarterback we do take is the next big thing for the Jets. But I'm not putting yeah. not putting my money on it. Um, apparently prior to free agency beginning, there were two teams that were looking hard at Sam Darnold and those teams were the 49ers and the Washington football team. Mm. According to some sources, uh, Washington had conversations about it in San Francisco inquired about what it would take to happen, but apparently the jets weren't ready to make a move at that point. So I would have been very interested to see what their offers were, uh, I mean, it, 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 I can see both sides to this. You yeah. might be a little disappointed with what you got back for Sam Darnold, but if you didn't want Sam Darnold anymore, you're probably excited to get a second round pick plus a couple other little pieces. Just second round, second something. rounder. Yeah. I just was kind of hoping it would be this year, right? Yeah, not so much in years to come, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, well, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna put any stock, any hope yet until the draft day. Once draft day comes, I'm going to be probably all over the place and say, this is the best pick we've ever picked, and I know how I get. Yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently Steve Young had some things to say about Zach Wilson. You mm-hmm. know, he, He's from BYU, and Steve Young is from BYU. Yeah. Well, Jets GM Joe Douglas had some thoughts on Steve Young saying that the Jets are committed to BYU Zach Wilson. That's the number two pick. Uh, Joe Douglas said Steve's plugged into BYU pretty well. So I'm I'm pretty sure he thinks that's a very homery thing to say. Yeah. He's assuming that he's the best quarterback after Trevor Lawrence. And what else is Steve Young going to say? Like, oh, no, he's, right. he's not very good. And BYU's not very good. I don't I don't think he's going to have anything to say like that. But yeah. Uh, also, apparently, Adam Schefter revealed that he texted Zach Wilson and welcomed him to New York. so it seems like it's almost a lock yeah but i'm not willing to go there yet not the jets (laughs) we're gonna pick a defensive tackle i mean that every every year we do something stupid with one of our picks except for last year i thought we handled the draft fairly well it might not have all worked out perfectly but i think we did what we at least should have done you know got an offensive uh, lineman then we got a wide receiver. I wanted a wide receiver in the first round, but as long as we did offensive line wide receiver within the first two rounds, I was good with it. So we did that. Yep. But we'll see. 
We will see. So in uh, bad news, um, here we go. Deshaun Watson. Oh, man. Uh, right now, <sighs> his endorsements are dropping like flies. Yep. According to a source, Beats by Dre's and its relationship with Deshaun Watson. And earlier today, Nike said in a statement, they have suspended their endorsement deal with the Texans quarterback. So... You want yeah. a massage? Um, I don't want to say no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess it depends on if Deshaun Watson's on the other side of the room with me. Oh, no, no. I don't know no, what's no. going on over there. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's just looking worse and worse all the time for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And, and you gotta you got to wonder, like, what the Texans are thinking, doing, like, did they know about this and knew if that? if well here's the thing if they know that this stuff is true they should just get rid of them well they shouldn't even bother with it or at least trade them away for peanuts or whatever it is you can get out of them here's the thing that i read somewhere earlier is they're now investigating whether or not the texans knew about this before the allegations came out so if they knew about this, they're going to be in some trouble. Maybe they may be yeah. in a little bit of trouble. And again, it's it's going to be something we're going to have to keep our eyes on. And we all know how the NFL has been. Some of these players have able been able to come back and, and, and find a new team and, and play again. It's even funny when they've gotten in trouble because I'm a Jets fan. I've had a lot of disappointment throughout the years. And I know there's a lot of, you know, Browns fans have a lot of disappointment throughout the years. But the last couple of years for for the Texans fans, it's got to – you pile that just all into one. I don't think I could be more disappointed in my football team. Yeah. Whether or not it's the quarterback getting massages and whatever whatever else he's getting or forcing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that they traded – away their best wide receiver in the league and got a very I I think I still think he's talented running back and then they get other running backs this year to cover up the fact that he's not as good as they wanted I mean there's just nothing happy and JJ Watts no longer there there's nothing happy about being a Texans fan right now and it has to be demoralizing almost more demoralizing than losing every year because at least there's some kind of hope. I always have hope for the Jets. There's Browns fans always have hope until the last, until the first four games or whatever. Obviously, Browns are better now, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm still not willing to die on that hill yet. That, that the Browns are better yet. <laughs> but it's just these last two years. It's just it, I can't remember a time where just a team just took a complete dumpster. It just it's been a dump. It's, it's more than a dump. It. I mean, if you're you were a Texans fan and you were just upset and frustrated that your team trades the best wide receiver that may have ever played for <laughs> your organization. Yep. No disrespect to Andre Johnson, but I think DeAndre Hopkins True. may have been a better overall wide receiver. Yep. Whatever the case, you're always going to be sad about a guy like that leaving your football team. And then more and more things keep piling on top of that. I I wonder how many Texans fans there are going to actually be this year. I mean, it's football, and if they're going to open up the stadiums, people are probably going to get in there and watch the games. 
but I don't think you're going to have that atmosphere, you know, like at the Chiefs Stadium no, or the Packers, no. you know, at Lambeau Field. It's not going to yeah. look like that. It's just going to look like a bunch of people in the stands drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably all it is. And well, what left do you have to cheer for for that team? They have to at least come out and win a couple games within the first five weeks. Otherwise, they're just going to – it's not going to be good. I mean, you only won four with Watson. What are you going to do without yeah, him if exactly. he doesn't play? I mean, exactly. it's just going to be garbage. Um, so, speaking of quarterbacks, um, this is the first time in the common draft era since 1967 that five quarterbacks selected in the top three overall will be playing for a different team in the next season. <laughs> Those quarterbacks are Sam Darnold, obviously, mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky, mm-hmm. though I don't know if he'll be playing for that team he'll be on the team he'll be on the team yep jared goff okay the a man that went right behind him carson wentz ah. and matt stafford that's a yeah. little different story but there's five guys that were all drafted let's see darnold was what three. uh three three trubisky was I two believe. goff was one wentz was two and stafford was one so yep uh, that's, I mean, we we know how important a quarterback is, and we know how badly it can set back an organization if it doesn't go well. So let's see if those guys can turn around their careers. If not, well, we'll <laughs> be hearing about them as backup quarterbacks for a few years probably. Um, I'll just throw it out there. Tom Brady had to uh, speak up about something. <sighs> We have to continue to talk about Tom Brady. Well, he is realizing his mistakes that he has made over his career. <laughs> and this is one, if not the biggest mistake that he has made. And he's acknowledging that it was not smart to toss the Lombardi trophy at the Buck Super Bowl parade. So at least he is he's owning up to his mistakes. And from here on out, he'll never do that again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, probably not. Probably shouldn't do that. I mean, it's pretty heavy. I am imagining. I mean, it looks heavy. It it does look a I little think weighty. It's, it's not made of styrofoam. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> not that one. But uh, the one the Jets has is probably made of styrofoam. Uh, that one's probably just got a bunch of dust on it. <laughs> it's it dusty. So it's rusty. Long ago. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> We uh we have some bad bad news and some uh, just regular old uh, football news. Bad <laughs> bad news. Uh, if anybody remembers Giants wide receiver Travis Rudolph, who there was a mm. video of him out there not so long ago, uh, sitting at a table with an autistic kid in, in a cafeteria. Nobody was sitting with him, so yeah. he went over there and sat down with him. You know, really nice to see you know stuff like that happen. Well, Travis Rudolph was arrested early this morning on first-degree murder charges. So, uh, not that we were going to be seeing be seeing. It's much more of than Travis just Rudolph, but more than just one charge, correct? Uh, the, it, so sources say there were four <laughs> charges and one attempted murder charge. I've seen one dead, one injured, uh, but four charges against him. I'm not sure how all that is working. A uh, very, very odd story to come yeah. out of there, and I, I really hope that 
I don't even know what. what I whatever happened place. to the person or who, persons? I don't know how many people died. You know, you just hope you get the justice, whether or not it was well, him or not. I don't know. Part of this story is there were rumors that his father wasn't accidentally killed, and this may have been a revenge. Okay, mission. It, it it's it's still. A murder of some sort. Yes. If that were to hap- have happened, yes. I'd understand the anger. Still wrong. Still very, very yeah. wrong. And just, I, it's so weird to hear stories like that. I mean, mm-hmm. just out of the blue. It's bad enough that it happens and then it infiltrates the football and fantasy football world. You're just like, oh, okay, this is hitting a little close to home now. And I you know, wish we didn't have to hear stories yeah, like that. Yeah, it sucks. But it sucks. It is what it is. Just thought that was a. Uh, uh, Story that somebody now cheer me up a little bit. Come on now, a little bit. Terrible Um, news. Let's see what can I cheer you up a little bit with. Uh, Sam Darnold's gonna win the Super Bowl. What? That's oh. Why would that cheer you up? You're not a Panthers fan. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly why I said it. Okay, all right. Wouldn't that suck? Oh man, that would suck. First year, you're like, oh oh, no, it's gonna be. Panthers versus Colts, and we're going to be like, what in the hell, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Wentz versus Darnold Uh, in the Super Bowl. That's that's our prediction. Boy. Or not. I'm going to put some money on that right now. Yeah, you go put that on your sports (laughs) book, and uh, it's probably very, very long odds, so you just have to put a couple bucks down. You'll probably win a couple thousand. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Bengals have released Giovanni Bernard. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, uh, but... Joe Mixon had something to say about it. Uh, he said, uh, no better friend, teammate, and mentor than Gio Bernard. I'll always cherish our time together and can't thank him enough uh, for all he has meant to my career. Wherever he goes is getting a great player and even better person. So at least he's got uh, yeah. very high things to say about Gio. He has saved some people from time to time in fantasy football. He's he's had some good weeks that just kind of uh, popped up out of nowhere. Like, oh, Joe Mixon's hurt again. Uh, well, should I take the chance on Gio Bernard? A few years ago, but even before Joe Mixon, True. he had he had some success. He was where a PPR was, guy for a yeah. little while, so yeah. we all have a little soft spot for Gio out there <laughs> at times. Um, the Bears have been discussing a trade involving. Wide receiver Anthony Miller with a number of teams, sources say. The former yeah. second-round pick could be on the move. I like Anthony Miller. I, he's been less than what I thought he could do. Yeah. I think he still has talent, and I think they'll probably get something out of him. It's not going to be a second-rounder, though. Uh, you know, I wouldn't I, would I wouldn't really pay a second-rounder for him. <laughs> that would be way, 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 way too much for Gio Bernard. He, he could be a good Gio Bernard. Hmm? What? Oh, Anthony Miller, sorry. Man, <laughs> man. Uh, I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> I really love Gio That would Bernard. be way too much for Gio Bernard, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Miller, I mean, that's still, that's still too much for Anthony Miller. It's still Miller, too but, much. You know, that's okay. That is okay. Uh, well, the uh, highlight of this episode, we told you last week we were going to do some of the 2021 rookie running backs coming out of college. And again, I'm starting off with the PSA. Some of these guys didn't play. Yeah. Some of them didn't have full seasons. Some of them haven't had their pro days yet. So it's and just a free for all. A lot of this information goes. A lot of this will become much more clear when we find out what team they're playing for. Of course. Of but course. at least we're, you know, 
biting it down right now, trying <laughs> yes. to get ahead of the game. Just a little ahead. So we'll start off with the running back out of Clemson, Travis Etienne, mm. who he looks really, really good in yeah. the videos, the, the the film that I have watched on him. He, he's 5'10", 200 pounds. It's a pretty good size for a running back. Uh, they've got a projected 40 time of him for a 4.46, which is – uh, more than adequate for uh, a workhorse type running back. He, he's pretty fast. He, he's explosive. He's got good hands. So he's pretty much got it all for the most part. Yeah. Um. But again, it, it was this last season. We just we didn't. I don't know if this last season is indicative of what he's going to be going forward. But in past yeah. years, he has been very consistent almost eight yards a rush and mm-hmm. a ton of touchdowns. So if Travis Etienne is your guy, uh, good luck to you because he, he could be the guy. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot else to say about him. I, he's I've seen plenty of film on him. He's definitely got the talent. Uh, the only thing that kind of concerns me is if he doesn't have the offensive line to mm. help him, I think that's where it might hurt him a little bit so if he goes to a team that doesn't have a good offensive line it will not be good for him now obviously you want a good offensive line for any running oh, back of course but uh he's got he's got everything you need in a running back like you said he's he's elusive he's got some power to him and he's got the electricity that you need in a running back and he's got good hands and so all the things you want especially in a ppr league so. yeah especially in a ppr league so uh, we'll move right along to another guy. He's kind of like 1A, 1B, uh, Najee Harris yeah. from Alabama. He's another guy. He's a, he's a big dude, 6'2", 230. Uh, I'm not saying he's like Derrick Henry because it's not quite that far. It's a little less, but, but he's big. He is a big, big. dude, and, and I love the way he keeps his feet moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets down near the end zone, and you can just see they're just it's it's spinning, it's spinning, and he is doing whatever he can to get those extra few yards. And I just I love what I've seen from Najee Harris on the tape. And he had so many opportunities this last year. What did he have? Like 24, 26 touchdowns, something like yeah. that. And they just leaned on Najee Harris for most of the year. I think he had he did have one game with five touchdowns against <laughs> Old Miss. It's like, what are you how are you gonna stop this guy? He averaged nine yards a carry with five touchdowns. Like there's not much and when you get to the goal line, he's a goal line specialist. I mean, he's just really good at getting touchdowns. Um, and all I had to do, and it's all I've ever seen, and it's all I ever need to see out of him, <laughs> is when two years ago, when the uh, Crimson Tide played against the Badgers, he was excellent. He yeah. destroyed us. And we were supposed to have a good run defense. Right. And we did not stop him. And he was just excellent. And it seems like a long time ago now. It seems like he should have went out. He should have went to the to the pros last year, because after that game, I was like, "This guy's gonna be special." Mm -hmm. And I I had that marked in my head, but then he never came out, and I was like, "Okay, so it's gonna be somebody else going into it." But uh, yeah, he's just he's a fantastic running back, and I think he's somebody who can catch the ball out of the backfield too. It's not like he's not a PPR guy. He can do everything, and I honestly I think I'd rather have Harris. Um, if, if you were talking one A one B, to me he's he's almost a one. Yeah, I don't I don't see the the B 
anywhere. I think he's a one, and the other guy is a two. I'm not going to say his name. I can't. I can't say weird names. <laughs> Travis Etienne. Et- Etienne. 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 There we go. And, and I I agree with you. I like Najee Harris more than Etienne. Okay. Uh, yeah. Almost some of the tape that I watched just shows that he is two steps further downfield than the offensive line even is. He can see something developing, and he just pops right over, and he finds that hole, that little crease, and he's gone. And yeah. if, if he can get to it, he, he's going to he's gonna. He's somebody that doesn't need as much of a good offensive line. Right. He can actually make some things happen. Now, he does play for Alabama, so obviously he's going to have the best team. <laughs> yes. But – it it just makes a difference. And it, I was just completely off topic. I was talking to you <laughs> earlier, but this is exactly why I will never trust an Alabama quarterback. Yep, there you have way too many weapons all around to where they're always going to be good. So you got you got Harris, and then you got both of the the wide receivers right. this year coming out of the draft. And guess what? They had wide receivers last year coming out of the draft. They sure did. And it just seems like they always have these spectacular players. So a quarterback doesn't have to be superb <laughs> to play in Alabama and win. Uh, we have a comment in chat uh, says, I wanted Najee and Pitt, but it looks like Miami might snag him now with his two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be a bad spot for him because I'm not in love with any of Miami's running backs. And true. I, I think you and I are on the same page, too, not being in love with Pittsburgh running backs either. We like James Conner. We love his story, but he's just been breaking down yeah. even at a young age, and that, uh, that sucks for you know, Connor and Pittsburgh, even though Pittsburgh is still kind of revered as one of the better teams in the AFC, but as long as they get back to doing something right, right. They destroyed themselves at the end of the season. They sure did. So I am keeping a very, very close eye on Najee Harris because I yep. think wherever he goes, he's gonna make an instant impact. And I agree. If I had the first overall pick in a rookie draft, that's probably where I'd be going is Najee Harris. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's probably the smartest, most safest thing to do. I mean, I got other things that I'd look at, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we can move on to the North Carolina running back Javante Williams, five ten, two twenty, decent speed, nothing uh, spectacular, but he does have some power and quickness, and he has potential three down, um, yeah. uh, running back ability too in the NFL. So. It, <laughs> This is weird because I don't agree with it, but it says some team sources think Williams could end up being the first running back drafted in April. And I, I don't. I don't I'm not going to disagree with that because it doesn't mean he's the best running back. It just means somebody's thinking we like him the most for our scheme because he's just a different. He's a different type of running back than the other two. Really, he is an extremely elusive running back. He is doesn't have a lot of what do you call it trucking so much. He is somebody who can make a juke and not get touched. And and then that, that kind of trait can make somebody think, you know, we need to have this kind of guy. I mean, I don't what if I wish I had it in front of me, but there was some some comparison that somebody had, oh, it was to uh Gibson of the Washington football team. Ah. It just seemed very um elusive to where it seems like he's always getting that first missed tackle. Yep. To where you can always make extra yardage yeah. if you get somebody not to tackle you on that first time. And he's okay. He doesn't have a ton of receptions in his college career, but yeah, he isn't bad at catching the ball. Uh, 25 catches for 305 yards and a couple of touchdowns. So 
he can definitely do it, uh, whether or not they'll scheme for him in the NFL. But, you know, it, it all depends on the offense that he gets put into. Uh, but he definitely has a knack for the end zone. So that's always a good ability yep. you want in a running back. And, you know, I, again, it'll all uh, depend on the landing spots of these guys. We all thought last year we didn't want to, but when Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got drafted by Kansas City, we were like, oh, well, maybe yep. that is going to be a really good spot for that guy. So I can see why they took him. And then he kind of petered out and he had a couple of good games and he wasn't what everybody hoped he would be. So uh, even if we find the perfect situation for a guy like Javante Williams, maybe it won't pan out in the first year anyway, but I do like his uh, dynasty outlook. So uh, we'll see where he lands and then take it from there. Uh, We've got Memphis running back Kenny Gainwell. I don't know why. I can say that name. This name, it, it feels weird to say. It's easy to say, but yeah. I don't know what that what what it is about his last name, Gainwell, which is something you do want out of your out of your backs yes. is to gain I'll yards. I'll draft well. him just because his last name says he can gain yards well. Right. Now, he was one that opted out of 2020, and I can understand mm-hmm. why four of his family members died of yeah. COVID. So That's insane. Yeah, um, but he decided to prepare for the 2021 draft, so we'll see. It's one of those guys that you're going to have to hope he stayed in shape and he uh, looks good at Combine, Pro Day, whatever. But in 2019, he, he was pretty good uh 231 attempts 1459 yards and 13 touchdowns so uh for memphis that's uh that's pretty good and i i guess it, we, we just got to wait and see with him since he did decide to opt out yeah he's also somebody good uh that can really catch the ball as well so out of the backfield he yes. can he can definitely give you a good ppr i mean he he stands out when it comes to that kind of thing i so. suppose i should have said he had 51 catches for 600 <laughs> yards as well as those 1400 <laughs> yards rushing but you know it's i i overlooked that for a second but yes i don't know if he i don't good. know if he's going to be somebody who can be like a uh what's the word for work workhorse type of guy right i right. think he can be a more of a specialist a third down kind of change of pace thing. i kind of see him as a miles sanders ish yeah, type player yeah if he can stay healthy he'll be good he just he needs enough touches and this is me going off of miles sanders he also needs enough touches to be able to get the points in fantasy football. I agree. And if yeah. he ends up on an offense like the Eagles did with Miles Sanders and he's only getting 12 carries. Yeah, it's well, not enough. You're not doing yeah. what you need to do with a guy who can gain well. <laughs> oh, how many times are we going to do I don't this? know. It's going to be a running thing. I'm going to have to uh, make a bump out of that, something. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, then we can move to Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill. Uh, a lot of people regard him as one of the best pass catchers uh, mm. out here. Even though he didn't have a ton of catches in his college career, in 2020 he had 23 catches for uh, just one touchdown. Like I'm not 100% sure what it is that everybody thinks he is so good at catching the ball, but um, he's 5'11", 215, and okay Quickness. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I've seen a lot of stuff about Kylan Hill hyping him up, and I'm personally not seeing it as much. 
Yeah, I don't know a whole ton about him, to be honest, but it seems like he's – if everybody's saying he's going to catch the ball well, then it's fine. I really don't – this is one of the guys I haven't really paid much attention to, to be honest. Well, the thing with him is he, he started off in 2020 okay. He was, he was looking good. Um, then he got a suspension over a locker room incident, and then he decided to sit out the rest of the season. So mm. there is a lot of question marks with Kylan Hill. Yeah. And I would be staying away if I were an NFL team. I can't imagine somebody so, like the like the Jets would take somebody like mm. that because it seems like they're trying to change the culture there to where sure. it's just we're not going to get guys that have questionable past or questionable, uh, what's the word for it, personalities. Mm. And we're going to get some people that are going straight for which is kind of makes me wonder why we got rid of Sam Darnold. Like he had a pretty right. good head on his shoulders. But whatever. Yeah. We don't have to go down that road again. Uh, then we've got Trey Sermon out of Ohio State, mm-hmm. six foot two twenty. Again, decent speed, nothing, you know, to scoff at. Uh he split carries in twenty twenty, but he had a really good game against Northwestern. So uh he's got some it ability there, but he hasn't shown it a ton. I mean, what did he have? Twenty nine carries for three hundred and thirty one yards. Uh, against Northwestern in a game, and then 31 carries for 193 yards against Clemson. So he's shown that he can do it against, you know, okay, maybe a small school like Northwestern might not have the greatest defense. Yeah, he shredded them, and he did great. But then he goes against Clemson and also gets the workload, 31 carries and averages over six yards a carry. So he's done it against the great teams too, but then he has a bunch of games, you know, like 11 for 48, 12 for yeah. 68, 13 for 56. Like, okay, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thanks for contributing. But it's not something that maybe you're going to get a lot of in the NFL. Like, he's going to be a complimentary type back maybe. Uh, it looks th- like he's a projected third, fourth round guy. So it'll definitely depend on the situation. And even then, it might not be worth a lot. I think it's possible he's somebody who can be developed into something something of a special kind of thing, but sure. he's powerful. He runs right straight through tackles at times. And like you said, he can be really good. Then there's other times where it's like, well, what the heck was that? I mean, I'm expecting more out of this guy. Um, but he, he, he doesn't have a lot of speed. He's not super quick, but he is powerful. And that could end up being somebody, hey, we need somebody at the goal line. Maybe we can put this guy in there and be a situational thing. So if that's going to happen, that's six points on the board for your fantasy team if you can get something like that out of them. Yep. Uh, We've got uh, Oklahoma running back Ramondre Stevenson, uh, six foot, 232. So he's another one of those bigger power-ish type guys. He's a downhill back, as some people like to say. Um, and he's pretty decent out of the backfield. We don't have a lot on him. Uh, 2019, he only had 64 attempts for 515 yards and six touchdowns. And in 2020, he only had, uh, what was it? Six games there, but those six games were pretty decent. Uh, he had an 18 carry for 186 yard game, 26 for 141. So yeah. he, he shared the load pretty good, but it wasn't a ton of carries, uh, so a lot of question marks on him since there's not a large sample size. Um, but 
this is almost an eight yard average for the 64 carries in 2019. So, yeah, I don't really think he's going to be a three down running back. No, but he's that he's got the power against another guy that's got the the trucking. You know, he can plow through yes. somebody if he has to. So it's just there's something you got to keep your eye on. If wherever he goes, if there's a team that gets to the goal line a lot and they draft him. You can imagine they're probably going to put him in there, at least in in those types of situations, which will have some kind of value when it comes to fantasy football. Yep. Uh, we've got Larry Roundtree uh, out of Missouri. <laughs> I don't like that there's not a D in the last name. I want to say Roundtree. Roundtree. But it's Roundtree. Roundtree. So uh, we got to get that. Uh, down when we're typing things out or writing the names on our you it's know, gonna auto correct a ton it probably <laughs> will it probably will um anyway he's 510 210 again projected around three to five somewhere in there decent speed um he was impressive at the senior bowl i just like he could become a starting back in the nfl like well yeah anybody could yeah um, but he's got a decent uh skill set some speed Solid build, so he he's got enough where if a team wanted to push him in one direction or the other, they may be able to do that. Um, yeah. Again, not a ton of work. Um, yeah. Last year, he had 186 carries, 829 yards in 12 games, nine touchdowns. I mean, those are good numbers for what they are, but it didn't seem like he was you know featured as much as he could have been this last season. He had a couple of really good games multiple touchdowns so he's got a knack for finding the end zone in the last year but again it's it's missouri so i'm not sure if the uh opponents were the greatest uh yeah see vanderbilt and mm-hmm. arkansas and kentucky in yep, that it's always list, a concern so. when you see <laughs> that you're not playing the big name teams but he does have this ability that i think can translate into having some success. And that, that might be why they said he can be a stunning running back because sure. this this is kind of a key thing to see in a running back, but he knows how to go between the tackles and just kind of squeeze himself in there. And that's the kind of thing you want to see in a running back, whether or not he's running people over or juking them out of yeah. their jock straps. If you can squeeze through there and get a couple yards at the very least, and he can, he can slice between the defenders too. So it's not like he can't make yardage. Uh, but he's he kind of he needs to just go north and south because yeah. when he goes east and west he's he gets in in some trouble so he's he's not super smooth and quick but he can get through the creases and that's the type of thing you got to at least look on he needs to uh I don't know if you can get faster but <laughs> he, maybe maybe a little leaner get yourself a you, little bit you faster you can get quicker off the cuts you know things like that yeah. like all right when you see this that's when you need to uh start towards the hole that the offensive line is supposed to be making for you. Maybe some of those things, if he can get to the hole just a half a second sooner, he could probably get uh, a few extra yards as a runner. I definitely see him as a third down running back, and I think that's a consistent thing for him. And I don't think you'll see him – I I, I don't think you'll see him be a starter, but he will play – Right, he's he'll not going to be a bench. Guy. He'll be the guy that comes in and spells, and if he gets hot, they'll probably keep mm-hmm. going with him. Uh, let's go to the other running back from North Carolina because they had a tandem, and the other one was Michael Carter. He's five mm-hmm. nine, one ninety nine, a a decent build there. A f- projected forty time of four five three. Um, he used his quickness to rip off yards in chunks. So 
he's got to have that hole or he's got to have that scheme kind of to make things happen for him. So if he gets in the open field, it's going to be a good time to yeah. watch him. For um, sure about that. And I think that's part of the concerns with him as well, though, because sure. he's more of a, a scat back where yeah. he's going to be skit scatting all over the place, but he doesn't have the size so much that yeah. people want to see. So, and he kind of developed a little late as well. So you want to just kind of, I don't know. I, I he's He's a specialty player, I believe. I don't think he will ever be a actual running back in the <laughs> NFL to other there's guys that I, you can think of that are running backs that have these specialties and they do great things um even like a, a tree Cohen a couple of years ago he's a specialty player now he got yep. he has got really good hands so I'm not exactly comparing him to that but he, he's really good at one thing and I think that's kind of what Michael Carter's like yep and when he find something that works or they go against a defense that struggles against his abilities, he goes off. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, he had every game was under 20 carries except for one. And that one game was 24 carries for 308 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) And that was against Miami. Mm -hmm. And then he had a multiple games with 17, 16, 17, 16. And then he had four games that were under 10 carries. So, when things are going well, they're just going to keep giving it to him. And if it works, it's going to work really well because he rips off a 9, 10, 11, 12 yard average when it's working. And when it's not working, it's it's going to be very unimpressive. That's and true. they're probably yep. not going to give him too many carries. So, not a lot of really positive guys this year, it seems like. It's, it's very top heavy. Yeah. I'm top three or four, and then after that, you're just going, like, well, if they get <laughs> if into the right situations, here, and, yeah, <laughs> if everything falls into place, and he and this guy gets injured, and this guy <laughs> switches positions. Now we're talking about people getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, Come on. sorry. It's the off season. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> Uh, a couple more here, and then we will get on with our lives because uh, fantasy football is just one of many things we've got going on lately. Fantasy football is our lives. I know. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to say that, aren't I? Yep. Uh, let's go to <laughs> UCLA. Demetric Felton. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know if you'd get to him or not. Yeah. 5'10", 200. A little bit more speed than some of these guys we've been talking about. He was kind. He was actually listed as a wide receiver by he, some advanced scouts. It's true so, because he, we he was a slot receiver before he. Be, this is why right. I was I was going to bring him up either okay. way. Mm-hmm. But it makes you feel like there's a possibility he could be listed on some of your league sites as a running back, but yet he's going to play a receiver, a slot receiver type of thing, which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. So if he's actually playing the slot receiver position and you're getting the running back points, which I don't know how most sites would do it, but I know my fantasy league, once they have him in as a certain thing, they don't change it for the whole year. Nope. So if that's the case, you might have a wide receiver that's playing the running back position, which I could see as being a plus. Right. But at the same time, he might not be a wide receiver, and if he is a running back and he does anything good running the ball – he can catch the ball pretty well. Yes. I mean, he's pretty good at that. He's really good at that. Uh, <laughs> in 2019, he had 55 catches for 594 yards and uh, four touchdowns. So he definitely has that. He has what it takes. Now, he only played in six games in 2020. 
but my goodness, he touched the ball a ton. Yes. He had multiple games over 20 carries, 21, 25, 34, 32. So he definitely can take a pounding and be that guy you can lean on as long as he, you know, stays uh, healthy and, and does what he needs to do. But it, it, this guy to me is a wild card. Oh, very much if, so. If if a team takes him and they want him to be wide receiver, I almost rather see that because I'm going to bring it up. You thought I wasn't going to bring it up, but he is really, really good at running routes. Yeah. He is a really good route runner. And when it comes to that, he can be really successful in the NFL. And he's already, we already know he's successful at catching balls. He, we know that he can be a running back. So they can use him all sorts of ways. Yep. So any team that gets him, you can better believe that they're going to use him the way that they want. I don't know <laughs> what else to say, but that he's got so many different things that he can do. So I think it's a very good situation to have somebody like this. You can put him a running back, wide receiver. You can you will a trick play, whatever you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I think he is a specialty player beyond specialty. It's, yep. it's It goes beyond that. When he is in the offensive huddle, yes. the defense is like, there he All is. right, where's he lining up, and who's going to have to cover him? Because if it's a linebacker that's got to cover him, nope. it's yeah, it's going to be bad. Going to be bad. Is, this guy here in my some of my rookie drafts, at least the one that I know I have a lot of picks in, if he's falling later, later, I'm going to pick him up. Yep. I'm going to. Why not? Uh, we'll go with one more here. Uh because I like his name, Chuba Hubbard, <laughs> out of Oklahoma State, 61207, 452-ish, 40, somewhere in there. Old Mother Hubbard. Old Mother Hubbard. He he was already, but he wasn't very good in pass protection. So, again, this is a guy who needs a lot of work to get on the field in That's the true. NFL. So this could be a project-type player. If you've got um, taxi slots, this is a uh, very possible uh, spot for him to land for you in fantasy because I don't think year one is going to be very good for him. Yeah, but I mean, my goodness, just I'm I'm not done yeah, okay, yet. Okay, okay, you're going to say what I was going to say, but that's okay. Probably, but uh, in 2019 he ran for 2,000 yards mm-hmm. and 21 touchdowns. Yep. Uh, now he did not play the entire year for 2020, but every game that the first five games of the season it was 20 plus carries, 20 plus carries, 20 plus carries. And almost a touchdown in every one of those games. So uh, he's definitely got it if he can stay healthy and can pass block. Yeah, you said exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. I mean, he can be good. It's just a matter of, I mean, this this could be another guy, a sleeper type of guy where you're taking him. It's like, well, there's nothing else I I like right here, so I'm going to take him. And he could end up really doing you well. And with the last name of Hubbard, you can create all sorts of fantasy Football team names with this. I mean, why wouldn't you take this? Yep. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And and he's not a blazer, but he was a former track competitor. So (laughs) it's kind of weird that he's not a little bit faster. Yeah. But, you know, he's decent, and and he can make some plays in the passing game. They didn't need to rely on him. And I I just want to clarify a little bit from last year. I mean, he didn't perform super awesome last year, Mm -hmm. but he did have an ankle injury. Yeah. So take that for what it is. I mean, maybe he's just not all there with that ankle injury, and he just couldn't do it. Could be. Yeah. 
But uh, I think that's where we're going to end it for running backs this week. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more. Um, obviously, we'll talk more about it after everybody gets drafted and we find all the landing spots and everything like that because things are going to change. It's going to change a lot. <laughs> big time, big time. Uh, next week, we will, not that we really have to, but we'll talk about some quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. And a couple tight ends. Obviously, uh, we got to talk about at least one <laughs> and how insane his measurables are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we will get to there next week. So that will wrap up our pre-draft coverage of all the incoming rookies. And then, of course, when the draft hits, there'll be way, way more to talk about and who we like. And guess what? We'll probably get into some mock rookie drafts after that. And Ooh. it's getting to be that time where we might actually get to have our hands in the cookie jar and see what <laughs> we come out with. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, appreciate you listening out there in podcast land and watching on Twitch. And don't forget to stay fueled up until the NFL draft.